0: What the heck is CBD oil and should I use it? Hello, my favorite listeners. I am Trinity, host of the Animal Nutrition Wizard podcast, and I am the wizard. And this is wizardry lesson number eight. It's all about CBD oil. This is a bit more of an advanced subject than what I had initially planned to talk about this early on, but I think this is important enough and confusing enough of a topic that I want to get to it sooner rather than later. First, I wanted to make a little shout out to my uh, very first that I'm aware of, international follower, a wizard in training from down under, her name is Tina, and she just started a healthy homemade pet treat business called the Fur Baby Baker, which is super cute. Um, I checked out the website, it looks amazing and adorable, and I love that you have so many wonderful photos of pets enjoying your treats on your website. If you are not in Australia, then unfortunately these aren't going to be available for your fur babies just yet, but perhaps one day. So thank you, Tina, for being my first and possibly only international listener. I appreciate you. Now let's talk about CBD oil. There's a lot to say and a lot to break down. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to hit all of the important notes in this one episode. So um, I hope you'll forgive me if I miss anything uh, that you find important. But keep in mind, you are always welcome to reach out to me on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash animal nutrition wizard. Uh, website is coming soon, but it's being worked on currently. Um, if you have any questions regarding your pet's nutrition diet or anything related to um, subjects that I've discussed on my podcast, I will always do my best to answer you. I also want to mention that I am recording this in February of 2021. And if you're listening to this in, say, February of 2031, there's a huge probability that we will have learned a lot more than what we know today. And as with any nutritional science, or for that matter, any branch of science, it's important to stay up to date. Part of what I do is spend a lot of time not only learning and understanding as much as I can to help you and your pets with good diet and supplement choices, but I also work hard to ensure the information that I pass on is current, that it's cross-referenced, and that it's based on our best understanding now. Nutritional science is one of the most rapidly changing fields in science, but thankfully much of what I discuss is based on your pet's biology, and that does not change so rapidly. First things first, hemp is not marijuana. I know that sounds probably silly to some people to say that um, but this is a real question and um, massive part of the confusion um, for some pet owners who feel very strongly against using uh, hemp-based products. It is a completely different plant. Both the hemp plant and the cannabis plants belong to the same family of um, candidate but they're like cousins. They're not the same plant. Hemp has very minimal very small amounts of the phytocannabinoid thc which is the compound in marijuana that gets one high (laughs) and so hemp will not have that effect hemp is instead very high in the phytocannabinoid called cbd uh, which has a myriad of benefits to the body what phytocannabinoids do is help support the endocannabinoid system what the heck is the endocannabinoid system some of you might be asking also, that's a very hard word to say. <laughs> um, we have actually been aware of the endocannabinoid system, or ECS for short, uh, since the early 90s. It's a cell signaling system that is rather complex, and it's a system in your body and in your dogs' and cats' bodies, just like the digestive system, the nervous system, the respiratory system, etc. And what it does in a nutshell is work to create homeostasis in the body. It's Trying to create like a Goldilocks zone. Now, funnily enough, most people apparently don't learn much about this system. Uh, I know I was never taught about it in school. And when I speak to people about the ECS, they're often blown away to discover there's an entire system in their body that they never knew about. I would also like to briefly point out that endo means inside whereas exo means outside, and cannabinoids are naturally occurring compounds, the most famous of which is uh, THC, which is the psychoactive compound of marijuana. Um, But there are around 70 cannabinoids, and CBD, or cannabidiol, is one of them as well, and this has no psychoactive properties. CBD does not get you high, and it doesn't interact with your brain the way THC does. Um, CBD is a phytocannabinoid meaning it comes from plants that's where phyto comes in and it may also surprise you to learn that marijuana and hemp the plants from the family candidate are not the only plants that have phytocannabinoids um, clove black pepper echinacea broccoli ginseng and carrots all also contain phytocannabinoids your body and the bodies of your dogs and cats produces endocannabinoids naturally and they have a very important function of balancing all the other systems in the body, which you can help support by supplementing with phytocannabinoids, much like you can help the body's natural process of detoxifying the blood through the liver by supplementing with milk thistle or dandelion, or help the natural anti-inflammatory function of your body by supplementing with turmeric or omega oils. That is what supplementing with with CBD is at its most basic. It's providing a natural external support to a function your body already does anyway. ECS receptors are found all over the body. They're in the immune system, the brain, the pancreas, the blood, the bones everywhere. The ECS uses these receptors to listen to what's going on in the body and then signals to the body what to do in order to fix an issue or help speed up a healing process. This is what makes the ECS very special because it's the most holistic system in the body. It helps with everything, whereas all the other body systems exist mainly for one or a few very particular functions. Another amazing thing about pairing phytocannabinoids with the endocannabinoids that your body makes is that they aren't exactly the same. It doesn't cause your body to produce more or change your body's function anyway. It adds a similar compound in to help, kind of like adding hired hands. You can think of the body's own manufactured endocannabinoids as perfect fit keys, made to exactly fit into the locks in your body where they go to help. Whereas phytocannabinoids provided by plants work more like master keys, which are sort of picking all of the locks. They aren't a perfect match, but they can still help get the doors open. Because of this, it is actually extremely hard to overdose on CBD, because you aren't flooding your body with endocannabinoids, Uh, which by the way, phytocannabinoids and endocannabinoids both have a very short half-life in the body, they don't live for very long. Um, What phytocannabinoids do is just boost what your body already does naturally. This is also why you can use CBD in conjunction with any other supplement or medication. CBD can be used alongside steroids and indeed can actually help reduce the level of steroids needed while also providing a better effect, uh, which is great because you can protect the liver from the very damaging effects of long-term steroid use. You can use it with hip and joint supplements to get a much better result uh, for a dog suffering from arthritis. You can also use it with heart meds. There are no contraindications and instead you will see better results with CBD than without it. You could not do this with most other supplements. For example, you wouldn't want to use turmeric while taking a steroid as they both work to reduce the activity of the immune system, the part that causes the inflammation, and one can increase the potency of the other with potentially harmful side effects. There is one exception, and it is why I will always recommend you only use what is called a full-spectrum CBD oil, and that exception is in CBD isolates. Unlike a full-spectrum CBD oil, which has a very tiny, very safe amount of THC, as well as terpenes, flavonoids and other phytocannabinoids, a CBD isolate oil has had all of these other compounds removed so that it is like ninety-nine point nine 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 percent CBD. As a quick aside, in case you're wondering what these other things were that I mentioned, terpenes are sort of the essential oils of the hemp plant and they work similar to aromatherapy. Now, I know words like aromatherapy um, can set some people off. Aromatherapy tends to get lumped in with pseudoscience and fake remedies, but we know um, that essential oils do act directly on the brain cells, causing the release of neurotransmitters, and because of this, they are proven to be effective in assisting with sleep, depression, and anxiety. Um, Flavonoids, of which there are at least 23 found in CBD oil, are uh, chemical metabolites or cell messengers that give plants all of their pretty vibrant colors. It used to be called vitamin P, uh, like a bioflavonoid from plants. Some of the more notable flavonoids include, uh, and I'll I'll probably mess up my pronunciation of these, uh, silymarin, quercetin, kempferol, apigenin, and um, one of my favorites is uh, canflavin A, which was discovered in uh, 1985, and it's known to be a more effective painkiller than aspirin. So think of flavonoids as cofactors in the body, like vitamins and minerals, working with cells for like a healthier, better functioning body and pain, um, pain relief, and all that. So back to CBD isolates. The big problem with this is that CBD was never meant to work alone. It doesn't function as well when isolated like that. It's not a natural state for it, and without all of these other compounds working together to make it more effective in smaller amounts. Um, to create what is known as the entourage effect you will have to take far more of an isolate for it to have any of the same beneficial effects so much in fact that it can actually be toxic just as too much of anything can be toxic and that is the only time where contraindications have been found specifically with heart meds so it is very important that you only use full spectrum CBD oils whether before you or your pet This leads me to a very, very important part of this lesson, which is determining what makes a CBD oil product safe, effective, and worth putting your money into. Very quickly, do not purchase a CBD oil for your pet if it is made for humans, is not certified organic, is not full spectrum, uses a cheap solvent for an extraction method, And if it does not use industrial hemp cbd oil made for humans can have unsafe levels of thc for your pets anything above 0.3 percent for a dog or cat is considered potentially toxic for a dog or cat for a long time i worked for a natural pet supply company and when the sale of marijuana and hemp became legal in my state my company was flooded with requests by pet CBD companies to sell their products in our stores. Out of around 70 different companies that sent in samples of their products, 60% of them were found to have unsafe levels of THC that were above the amount claimed on their bottle and on their websites, and roughly 60% also were found to have traces of butane in them, which is a cheap solvent used to extract CBD oil from the biomass, which is toxic to ingest. There are hundreds of companies offering CBD oil products and you want to do your homework before you give any of them to your pet. We also found many of the companies had forged lab tests to try and prove their products were actively tested. This is another issue that is found in the industry and it's not as easy to track down. I already spoke about why Full spectrum is important, and now I'll quickly explain why you would want to buy a product that is certified organic. I put an emphasis on the word certified <laughs> because the claim can be made without a trusted certification. Um, that claim may not be true. The hemp plant is what we call a bioaccumulator. It is so effective at leaching chemicals from the soil that it is sometimes used just for that purpose. Something called a soil remediation which is the process of removing contaminants uh, from the soil which helps to protect the health of the environment as well as anyone or anything eating the plants grown from that soil. In short, the goal of the process is to restore the soil to its natural pollution-free state. Hemp was the first successful soil remediation used for Chernobyl. So if you have a CBD product that is not certified organic, you can be sure that any and all contaminants in the the soil and sprayed on the plant, including any harmful pesticides, are going to also be in that product. In terms of solvents, there are a lot of options. These are ways to extract the CBD oils from the hemp plant or biomass, and some are much better and safer than others, and some are less effective, though safer. These can include butane, carrier oil, ethanol, olive oil, coconut oil, cannabis butter, and grain alcohol. There are also a couple of extraction methods which do not use solvents, such as the CO2 extraction. That's ideal. Um, It's the cleanest method and leaves no harmful residue, but it's also the most expensive, which means that cost is going to be included in the final product and thermal extraction uh, where there's a flash of high heat. It's like a two second blast of extremely hot air. It's not necessarily the best method because exposure to heat, just like with our food, degrades and destroys the quality of a hemp oil, Um, but it is still considered safe. You also want a company that have verified lab results for a phytocannabinoid profile and contaminant testing, microbial solvents, heavy metals, If you are ever buying from a dispensary, which I do not recommend if you're purchasing this oil for a pet and not a person, you will want non-forged lab tests to confirm the levels of THC, the other tests that I mentioned, uh, to ensure that it is truly safe for your pets. Keep in mind too that over 60% of online purchases have been found to have more THC in the bottle than what's on the label. Again, a certain amount um, above 0.3% it can be considered toxic to dogs and cats. So it's best to really do your homework and ensure the company is transparent, can show their lab tests, and that you can confirm with the lab that there is a, an active account um, with that company and that it is a certified organic full spectrum product with 0.3% or less THC during extraction. Um, industrial hemp is USDA regulated and is confirmed to have 0.3% or less during extraction, which is why I mentioned industrial hemp. There are three companies in total that I am willing to vouch for today. It's possible in the future that may change, so please always ask me if you're unsure. Those three companies would be Petibus, Pet Relief, and Charlotte's Web. If you are looking for one for yourself, or a human friend, I can recommend Charlotte's Web and Exanol, which is the human side of pedibus. Another thing you may notice when purchasing a CBD oil is that there are different options with staggeringly different prices in most cases within even the same line from one brand. If purchasing for a dog or cat, I cannot stress enough the benefit uh, of forking out the extra money to get a liposomal oil. This is really important if you're buying CBD for a dog or cat because CBD oils are not meant to be swallowed. If CBD oil is swallowed and ingested, it must travel through the digestive tract where most of it will be destroyed and the rest passed out of the system, and barely any of it will be absorbed into the bloodstream. Swallowing a non-liposomal oil is like throwing your money away on a product that is going to be inconsistent and not very effective. If you buy a non-liposomal oil and you put it into your pet's food, you are reducing how effective it is by about 75%. A CBD oil that is not a liposomal oil must be administered by having it sit in the cheek pouch, having as much contact with the oral mucosa as possible. (laughs) I'm gesturing to my cheek as though you can see me. (laughs) So it can be absorbed into the bloodstream for several minutes. Since it's rather difficult to get a dog or cat to do that, um, it's darn near impossible to get a good consistent benefit from a non-liposomal oil. A liposomal oil is a CBD oil that has gone through a proprietary process to coat each and every molecule of CBD in a suit of armor made of fat, which delivers it to the intestines past the enzymes and all the digestive juices that would have destroyed it. CBD is also fat soluble and adding this armor of fat will also ensure it gets absorbed into the intestinal wall instead of just passing out back through the body. Water-soluble nutrients are easier to absorb because they pass right through the intestinal wall, whereas fat-soluble nutrients need fat included to get absorbed. Otherwise at most 25% will get through. This is why a non-liposomal oil is about 75% less effective than a liposomal oil. And though the initial cost is bigger, a bottle of liposomal oil will last you much longer. You can use a much much smaller amount of it and get a bigger benefit so the cost may even out as you don't have to buy it nearly as often now there is a lot and i mean a lot more i can talk about when it comes to cbd but these are the most important things to know and the last few things you really need to know are frankly when should you consider buying it for your pet there are two published studies on the benefits of cbd oil for pets confirming clinically that it is effective and safe to use, Uh, I like to throw out there that there are several more studies that are currently underway that are very exciting, including the possibility of CBD helping with urinary issues for cats. The two published studies would be for um, osteoarthritis and epilepsy in dogs. If your pet suffers from either of these, it is proven that there is an 80% chance of improvement and reduction of pain and seizures in pets with these conditions. The pets that will benefit most from CBD are seniors, especially ones with achy joints, discomfort or pain, and pets diagnosed with epilepsy. I have also highly encouraged those who have pets with cancer to use CBD oil, as it is a fantastic pain reliever and it's also anti-inflammatory, but there are currently no published studies um, in relation to uh, using CBD for pets with cancer. I do not recommend CBD for very specific short-term uses, like if there's going to be an event with fireworks or a trip to the vet or other anxiety-inducing situations coming up. I do not recommend CBD oil for pets under a year old either, unless it's been recommended by a vet because the issue is not behavioral but something else. If you have a rowdy pet or a pet with acute behavioral problems, CBD is not what you're looking for. In those cases, I would suggest training, exercise, and um, finding great ways of mentally stimulating your dog. And as I said before, all CBD does is help to balance. It balances the body internally. If there's not enough inflammation somewhere, it will signal the body to correct that. If there's too much inflammation, it will signal the body to lower it. If there's a poti- um, if there's pain because of an overactive nerve it will help to reduce that if there's a neurological imbalance it can help to bring balance but cbd is not a cure-all and it is not meant um, to help with normal behavioral problems especially not something like an energetic puppy they're puppies (laughs) they're supposed to be that way Uh, and that will conclude my lesson on cbd oil today i hope you learned something new and interesting I really look forward to hearing any questions or stories you might wish to share with me about CBD oil. Um, Again, you can share that on my Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash animal nutrition wizard. Take care everybody and remember, nutrition is magic.